the Bible Study Podcast, episode 500. This is a special episode of the Bible Study Podcast with a quick overview of the story of the Bible. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. This is your host, Chris Christensen. I was not sure what to do for the 500th episode. It seems like this is a significant enough milestone to do something for it, and we're not in the middle of a study. We wrapped up the study that we did on Christian maturity last week. I don't know where we're going next week. And so I was trying to decide what to do, and I was challenged this week during the Bible study that I teach at Juvenile Hall in the lockdown unit that I visit there on Tuesday nights by one of the young men who wanted to know more about the book of Revelation. Now, we've done a study here in the Bible Study Podcast on Revelation, and it's a challenging book because I don't understand everything that's going on there, and I don't think anyone does. And there's a lot of people who've gotten into trouble by trying to interpret that particular book because it is a book written in code. But I took his challenge, and I went to the last chapter of Revelation, And the reason why that's interesting for today is the last chapter of Revelation is the last chapter of the Bible, the the chapter that we think was written last of all of the books in the Bible. And it starts like this, Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. Now, the reason that's significant is this is where the story is going. Have you ever read a mystery and you weren't sure whether the good guys were going to win or the bad guys were going to win, and so you skipped to the last chapter just to see how it turned out before you read the rest of the book? I don't recommend it with reading murder mysteries, but I do recommend it with reading the Bible in the sense that it gives us an idea of where this story ends. If we were studying the book of Revelation, as I said, there was going to be lots of confusing things in the middle, but it's good to know that in the end, God wins that if you get one particular message out of that book, that would be the message to get. There's a lot of bad things happen, and then God wins. And in general in the Bible, if you only got one thing out of it, that's a good thing to know. There's going to be a lot of good things happen, a lot of bad things happen, and in the end, God wins. In the end, those who put their faith in God also win. And it's interesting because if you look at the second chapter of Genesis, so the first chapter we get the creation, and the second chapter we get the second creation account, in this case, the specific creation account of the of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. And this chapter here is a bookend, right? In the end, we get a garden. In the beginning, we had a garden. In the beginning, there's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and there's the tree of the knowledge of life. And in the end, there's a garden with a tree. And there are leaves on the tree for the healing of the nations, for the undoing of of the bad things that has happened, for the dealing with all of the trauma in between. 
In the beginning, we have the fall. We have disobedience and we have sin. And the whole story of the Bible in between is God's effort on our behalf to bring us back to Eden, to bring us back to him, to bring us back to the garden, to bring us back to, in the beginning, Adam and Eve walked with God in the evenings and had a relationship with him and had communion with him. And in the end, that gets restored. It is useful to understand that that is the overall arching theme of the Bible. And any time we're looking at a particular chapter or a particular verse, to remember to put it into that story arc. From a garden to a garden. From relationship to relationship, even though it's broken in between. This whole thing about there will be no more night. Now, I don't know if this is figurative language. We're in Revelation, so everything is figurative language. But remember that light and darkness, good and evil, are synonymous here in many places in the Bible. That when it talks about there will be more, no more night, there will be no need for the light of a sun, the Lord will give them light. That That is at least metaphorical for the evil being purged from this world. And of course, in the book of Revelation, there's all sorts of things that go on in that purging, all sorts of plagues and calamities and catastrophes and tribulation and all of those things that happen. But in the end, the light wins. In the end, God wins. In the end, the people of God win. The book of Revelation was written to a people who were under persecution. The church was being persecuted at the time that this was being written by the Romans. It had become a crime to be a Christian. And it was important that as they read this story, this story that contains angels and seals and four writers of the apocalypse and letters and calamities and catastrophes and plague and famine, that they knew that God wins was important in their difficult, difficult lives that they knew that those who hung on would reign. That those who stayed with God would win. And I think that's important for us to know sometimes also. I don't know what your week has been like. I don't know what your life has been like recently. Perhaps you're going from victory to victory, and that's terrific. Or perhaps not. But it's important sometimes for us to pause and look at the end of the book. To pause and say, how does this whole thing turn out? And there's an epilogue here at the end of Revelation. Look, I am coming soon. The reward is with me. And I will give to each person according to what they have done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may go through the gates into the city. Outside are the dogs, those who practice magical arts, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony to the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star." 
the Spirit and the Bride say, Come. And let the one who hears say, Come. Let the one who is thirsty come. And let the one who wishes take the free gift of the water of life. And then skipping just a little bit, he who testifies to these things says, Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. There is hope in this book, Revelation. There is hope in the Bible. There is a plan at work. And God took Jesus, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. And here, as I'm recording this, the day after Good Friday and the day before Easter, we have a better idea in those events what God's plan is. His plan for restoration, his plan to bring us back, his plan to take us from a garden and a fall to a garden and a restoration. And the call here in this book is come. And the call here in the Bible is come. Look at how many times the prophets say to the people who have wandered away, come, come back, come back to me. That is the message of the Bible. Everything else is just commentary. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have ideas for where we should go next, send them to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com. Or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Have you ever felt conflict between your faith and feelings? If so, you're not alone. My name's Carly Mercouillier. I'm a licensed therapist and the host of the Therapy and Theology podcast, where we explore popular topics and questions related to faith, feelings, and spiritual formation. I want to invite you to join me every Thursday as we fearlessly name the complexities of our reality, grow in the awareness of who we are, and rediscover the power and purpose of our unique stories through the lens of the gospel. Subscribe today at lifeaudio.com.